Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Sorry for the delay, guys. This is Rahul. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know you're newcomer. The camera on. Santos. Hi. Uh, yeah, so should I start with my question or how does it work? Yes, sir. I'm a newcomer. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mo- Murat is very so... good. Go ahead. The question. <laughs> okay, so actually I do have an uh, issue with my name. Uh, so the thing is that in my passport, I don't have a last name. Uh, and because of that, um, you know, in the visa, I have like FNU in my first name and last name is Santosh Narayanan. And then uh, while I was applying for my H1P, the I-797 has uh, the complete name, which is in my first name and the last name is LNU. Uh, so the thing is that right now I'm having issue uh, getting my license in California. Uh, so I just want to know how should I make my names consistent across? The best way is to go to the local court and change it, um, uh, lo- contact a local lawyer, change your name, okay? My name previously known as this and that, now it's going to be this. Now you have a court document, everywhere it becomes easier for you. Okay, so is it required even if I'm splitting it? So the thing is that, Santosh Narayan is kind of in my first name. So I kind of want to I, have Santosh, Santosh, do you know my name? No. I mean, Rahul Reddy, I don't know, but not the full that's name. Not, that's, not, that, that's not my name, actually. Rahul is not my name. So I'm living with okay. it. Rahul is my family name. My name is actually Venkat. So what I'm telling is that sometimes either you live with what it, now here, I'm living with Rahul Reddy. Everywhere it's Rahul Reddy. But in your case, one is this, one is there. Now, if I go and say, I say I'm Venkatredi, everybody will refuse. Okay? So if I want to move to Venkatredi, the best way to do it is go to the court, get it done. It's very simple. It costs about $500 to $1,000. That's it. And then you get it done. You pay a lawyer $1,000, you get it done. And then I can prove that I'm Venkatredi. Rahul Reddy has been changed to Venkatredi. That's better. And especially with the people with FNU, LNU, they always have problems. They always have problems. They always get interviews for the 485 because they couldn't figure it out what's going on. So re- to resolve all, all the issue, because now your H-1B has a different document, your passport has a different document, your I-24 has, the best way to resolve is put it done in the court. It's easier but to get it done. In my case, it was not needed. Okay, I'll live with Rahul Reddy anyway. Okay, I've decided that. But in your case with the FNU and the other thing contradicting, I advise you to do that thing. Next person, please. Laura? 
Good morning, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. I'm guessing you probably remember me from the call last night. Uh, but so just I, to I got the email. I got the email. I did. That was a very lengthy email for me to go through. Oh, that was me though. No. Okay. Good. So then go um, ahead with the question. Yeah. So just to recap, uh, my EB2 PD is March 2013. EB3 was filed October 2021. I140 approved on July 14th. And I-485 is the biometrics are updated on the file. And uh, my question to you last night was whether I should talk to my law firm and ask him whether we should refile or interfile in EB2 uh, or not. So I did send mm -hmm. them the note based on your recommendation that we should file, but I should make the decision whether it's refile or interfile. Okay. Uh, and I sent them an email, but they came back and they said they're <coughs> in disagreement with that recommendation because... Uh, they sent me uh, the whole USCIS so, so what, July 2022 so, FAQs. So, so, okay, so get to the point. I know all the FAQs and all those things. Right, they're telling so that's you, what they're, they're saying. They're saying that, yeah, they're, they're saying USCIS is not guaranteeing faster response so times. Wait, and, can you wait, please? Right. If if they are not willing to do refile, do interfile. So I should go ahead with interfile for sure? Okay. Yes. Do interfile if, if it's it's a very hard decision to make refile or interfile. But if your employer lawyer is telling they're not going to refile, interfile. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Ari. Uh, hello, Rahul sir. Uh, I got a question that I have not seen many people ask. I've asked you, but I just want to get it straight. Uh, I applied for EB3, the whole packet, uh, in July 2021. Uh, and then uh, did an RFP on I-140 to verify an employment verification letter. Uh, we, we sat on it and uh, we had to we withdraw it in March 2022 and then applied for my EB-2 approved uh, I-140 based packet. What, what is the practice date? My priority date is 2012. So I got my combo card last month. I have my I-35 still pending, but my EB-2 I-140 has been withdrawn, and then EB-3 I-485 is pending. Is that EB-2? You mean to say EB-3485 is still pending? And EB-2 is also pending? EB-2 is also pending. I got my biometrics done. I got EB-2-based combo card issued last month. I, I, got the, I, I got the point. There is a chance because you have the EB-3485 pending, there is a chance it may be causing delays for your application. But what other choices you have? I mean, what can you do right now? Should you withdraw the 485? I would not recommend. But is there anything else I can do? I mean, I, no. I received the risk. I, I think the risk so. it's a better strategy that your lawyer has adopted in withdrawing the I-140 and refilling the 485. Uh, but at this point of time, I would not suggest you do anything. Yeah. Do you think uh, is that, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ask the question, but uh, is there a possibility of that getting approved before September 2022 since my EAD? Where is your, where is your EB2 I-485? So, so I filed in December 1st, uh, 2021. You didn't answer my, where is your I, EB2 I-485? Answer the question, please. Right now it's sitting at Nebraska Service Center, but it was applied at NBC and it got transferred within the first week to Nebraska. Yeah, very unlikely. That's all I can say. Next person. And there's nothing you can do about it. Next person, please. Shri Krishna. 
Hey Rahul, uh, this is Sri Krishna. So mm-hmm. I have a question regarding my H1. I got my H1 approved this year, which starts in October, first of October. Mm-hmm. So how if I get uh, I got another opportunity, and so how soon can I? Um, I would recommend to change an October second week. That would be more ideal. Oh, October second week. Okay, so and and like I don't have to inform my current employer unless no. my H one gets approved. Yeah, only I, you don't have. I to can wait them. until my H one. You, you can inform them until they file it in October. First, after first week, you can inform them if you want to, but don't inform them before October first. But filing uh, should be done on October second. Only after earlier. October. Yes, that would be the best ideal thing. They can file on October first, but I recommend to do it on October second week. Okay, and do I? I don't need to have any previous pay slips with H one, right? I thought you are working with the company right now. Yeah, but it won't be under H one. It would be. In Doesn't OPT. matter. You have the pay slips. Okay. You have the pay slips. You're good. Thank you. Next person, please. Suresh. Suresh, can you unmute yourself? Uh, hey, good morning, Rahul. So my priority date is uh, August twenty fifteen, AB two. So I am planning to withdraw my one party because my son is going to age out by February twenty twenty three. So the issue is uh, I have H one B extension twenty three March. So what is the impact if I am doing that? No impact. Party? No impact. No impact. You can still extend it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank. Thanks for that. Surya. Uh, hi Rahul. So my uh, visa extension, H-1B visa extension, is approved and it is valid until August 2025, and it starts in August 2022. So, if I visit India in September of this year for visa stamping, uh, when will I get my? Until when I will get my visa stamping? My passport will expire in August twenty twenty three. Um, you will get until two thousand twenty five. However, though, when you enter into this country, though, there is a chance that you may only get until two thousand twenty three. The I ninety four. I ninety four. Then what you do is that you extend the passport. You can go to Mexico or you can go to India and come back, and then you'll get it until two thousand twenty five. Okay, so for Stamping is twenty five. Stamping you'll get until two thousand twenty five. Thanks. Next person, please. Vinny. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I am so I am on H one B, and my visa expires in April of twenty twenty three. My wife has an EAD card and H four and EAD everything that expires at the same time, April twenty twenty three. Now. We go to India. We are planning to go to India somewhere in December or January. Get the new visa for me. Like I'll get my new visa done by then. Uh, what is a good time to file for her EAD? Because uh, I've heard this, and I'm not hundred percent sure. But if you travel to India, then your I ninety four gets fresh. Wait, so your EAD first, gets fresh. first. Uh, you, your your H one B is expiring in two thousand twenty three July. April. April and your wife H four is expiring. H four EAD is expiring in in in, in April of two thousand twenty three. Yes. 
So you go stamping, you only get until uh-huh. April 2023. She gets only stamping right. until April 2023. Right, right. I go for stamping after my extension. My extension will be somewhere in November. Ah, okay. If you go, uh, so both of you guys are going to go after extension. Right. Yes, yes. Your wife will get stamping until 2026. Yes, sir. Correct. So as soon as she enters into this country, which is somewhere in December of 2022, she can file the EAD extension. The question is, should she, after entering into this country in December of 2022, she can file the H4 and EAD extension along with yours? She can still travel and get the stamping and come back and not file the EAD. That can be done. But if you are fixed on the plan as what you discussed with me, you don't need to do that. Let her come back on H4 until 2026. And then in December, you file the extension and she will be eligible for the 540 days extension. 540 yeah. days. So, so, her, so her EAD expires in April. But she can still April. work for 500 and more days. 40 days after April. Uh, okay. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Rahul. Really appreciate everything. Next person. Next person, please. Neha. Neha. Hey, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so I have a question. My AOS was applied in early uh, uh, May this year. Uh, my priority date is mid-September 2014. Uh, my H-1B was uh, extended for an year because the priority date is current. And yes. since there are barely any dates to get by the, you know, the date I'm getting is 2023. And by that time, I'll only have two or three months left on my H-1B. Um, I'm just confused about how to handle international travel right now in this phase. Um, you have an advanced people, parole. Once you get an advanced not, parole, you can travel. I still don't have it, even though it was filed concurrently. Wait. And well, I cannot. I, I cannot do anything to expedite your advanced parole. I cannot do anything to get mm-hmm. you an appointment, though. So all I can tell you is that once you get an advanced parole, you travel, or you keep refreshing, keep refreshing, keep refreshing. You'll get an appointment date. All right. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Prati. Hi. Um, hey, Rahul. This is Parthi. Um, so uh, my priority date is uh, uh, February 2014. Um, I, I've already filed my downgrade, uh, EB2 to EB3. I have my uh, advanced parole uh, and uh, EAD combo card. Uh, so this uh, uh, April, uh, I did file, refile my uh, application in EB2. Um, and uh, uh, it is now like all my applications are now in M- like NBC. Uh, and the 140s have everything uh, has been approved. So my question is, uh, uh, can I use my, uh, the advance parole that I got from uh, the EB3 application to travel to India and uh, uh, come back uh, on AP you can. Uh, without any issues. You can. you can. It will not cause okay. any problem for your EB2. Okay. And um, so I'm planning to travel by September and return by first week of October. So if in case my uh, green card gets approved. Uh, if your green card that, gets approved, you can still come back and advance for Still come back on advance for Okay. Um, if your green card comes chance- to your home, 
you can have somebody mail it. Otherwise, also you can come at advanced role. They will allow you to come back into the country. Okay. And uh, oh, one last question is like, what are the chances of uh, getting a green card? If I refiled in uh, uh, April, April, uh, April, yeah, yeah, and um, uh, everything is an NBC and fingerprints uh, have been applied. Very, uh, very, very high chance. Very high chance. Next person, please. Okay. All right. Vanilla. Hi, are you able to hear me? Yes, ma'am, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm currently on FabGap and working for two employers. So my H1B with mm -hmm. second employer is approved. And my question is similar to someone else like who asked. So can the first employer initial transfer before October 1st so I can continue working with them? Um, so you're working with company A and you got the H1B approval with company B's, right? Yes. Uh, currently on CAGUP and I have two employers actually working for both okay, of them. Two but, oh, you're working for both of them? Yes. And do you not want to continue working for both of them? I I want to, but on H1B, I cannot continue with both of them, right? Both are like uh, different. Uh, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. You, you can have the second company file a concurrently filed H1B. But will uh, but it is not picked with them? So I know, I know, I know. Okay, I know. Uh, I know. Okay. Once you're counted toward H1B number, you don't okay. need to be counted again. Is that right? So it will be easier easier for you to have the second company file a concurrently filed H1B. You can work for three companies on H1B at the same time, or four companies. In fact, there are some cases where we have done five. Okay. Okay, so they but can find- your company needs to know that you're working for the other company though. Okay. So <laughs> if you don't want the company to know, and yeah. then you still want to work, then I want you to consult me. But if the you're, you're working with company A and company B, company B got the H1B. Company A needs to know that you're working with company B and they can file a concurrently filed H1B. That they can do it. The other way is if you still want to work for both the companies and company A does not need to know, but company B can know, you consult okay. me, I'll tell you how to do it. Okay, sure, I'll do that. And one more question is like, if the H1B with first employer gets picked in a second lottery, can they find it like separately? They don't need Without. to. You're already counted towards the H1B number. They don't need oh. to. You're okay. good. Sure. Yeah. Next, next person, please. Murali. Hi. Murali. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for taking my question. So my priority date is May 2012. Uh, my adjustment of status application was filed in November of 2020. Uh, my wife was a uh, filed as well as a dependent. Um, due to a filing error, my employer filed another 485 in the same month. So there are two sets of AOS applications, uh, downgraded applications. Our biometrics are done. Our I-140 is approved in EB3. I also have an I-140 in EB2 that was already approved in 2019. Um, so um, my application was in Nebraska until last week, and then it got transferred to Texas Service Center last week. Oh, yeah. Why? So I don't know, like, so um, 
the only things that I, we can think of is like my wife's H1B and I-140 were like recently approved. Uh, so I don't know if that caused any confusion or if they look, I mean, she was- uh, your, your, your priority date is March, 2012. So did you May, interfile May, though? Yes, May I did interfile February with a 485J to the California address. And okay, I got generated, it, I got it. Yeah, yeah. That generated a uh, national benefit center receipt notice. So I'm like, I don't even know why they moved it to the Texas Service Center. Um, so I don't know if they. I, I don't, don't know what. I don't do. have a. I don't know what to do. I don't know why they moved it. I'm sorry. I don't know. Mm. Should I? Should I? Send and there a, is nothing. I don't know what you can do. Also, to move it to national benefit center. I don't know. Do you think they would adjudicate based of Texas or do you think it? I still have no. to wait for Okay. They, they, they're not adjudicated. I mean, one out of every hundred cases are getting adjudicated there. Or maybe mm. even that is not there too. Okay. Should I send like a letter to the... Um, is it you possible can do whatever you want to. I, I don't have a solution. I'm sorry. If okay. There are million theories what you can do. I don't want to go through the million periods. You try your luck. My thing is not do anything. Next person, please. Sorry about that. Kumar? Hello, uh, Rahul Garu. Can you hear me, sir? Yes, yes, go ahead. Okay, okay, perfect, sir. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I wanted to uh, thank you, sir. Uh, uh, just sure. a couple of days ago, our state has changed to approve. And uh, you are always curious to know the first and anomaly stories. So, just wanted to call in to give you that little perspective. Uh, in thank a nutshell, uh, my thank you, sir. No, thank you. I want to thank you. Uh, in a nutshell, sure. my spouse uh, she she did a downgrade as primary back in October 2020. I did mm -hmm. uh, a, a fresh filing as myself as primary uh, in the January 2022. Correct, mm -hmm. and she has a dependent in January 2022. Uh, and like uh, just the timing was so off that right after I did my new fresh set, uh, the whole California story came in. So so she did do the interfile as well. So I don't know if mine triggered or hers, but uh, basically uh, the old set of file did end up in the uh, uh, MSC as well. Correct. Okay, good. So that was back in uh, February. Uh, fingerprints were applied and since February, it has been standstill. In parallel, I had an H-1B amendment uh, uh, that was filed back in December 2021. Uh, so mm -hmm. that was pending all along and uh, uh, we changed it to premium back in uh, May. We received an RFP in June. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so, uh, so, so just a, a little bit of a coincidence. So the, in, in June, we received an RFE. The RFE response was uh, submitted uh, uh, last week, and within a couple of days, uh, this thing got approved. So I don't know if it's coincidence or uh, just the timing. Nah, but uh, there's just not the, no relationship that, with the H1B. That's good. But which one got approved, though? Your refile or the first file? Uh, the, the new set, sir. The new set. The new set. So you okay? So that it was your green card, not your white green card. You can always claim that. <laughs> I, okay. I don't know because for last six months I've been in trouble, sir. Because uh, uh, you were the only one who suggested potentially I could refile. Everybody else was against it. I did go with your suggestion, so 
Thank you, sir. On, on that part. Thank you for the information. Thank you. Thank you for the information. You. Wish you best of luck, okay? Thank you. Yeah. Next person, Stella. Uh, hey Rahul, uh, this is Shalab here. Uh, just one quick question. I got my uh, Dropbox appointment for India uh, for the month of January for me and my wife, mm -hmm. uh, H1 and H4 appointment. Uh, could you mm -hmm. like uh, help me with the documents that I need to submit there? Uh, it's not very clear on the website, so I'm a little confused. You'll have to make an appointment for me with, with some of the... You can make an appointment with not me. You can make with some of our H1B lawyers. That'll be better, okay? They'll be cheaper and better than me. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thank okay. you. Next person, please. Hello. Next hey, person, Rahul. please. Hey, Rahul. Yes, I'm Alok here. Thank you for taking yes. my call. I just have one question, Rahul. Uh, I mm -hmm. filed my downgrade petition, me and my wife and my kids, uh, in October 2021. And my mm -hmm. EB3140 is pending, 485, everything is pending. I did not get any AP or anything. And then in June 2nd, uh, I refile in EB2 because my final election date was current. Mm -hmm. So they have, uh, like, you know, applied the fingerprint of EB3 petitions. I got my 485 J receipt also. So my only question is my EB3 140 is pending at Nebraska. My EB2, the whole new case is at National Benefit Center. My attorney is saying you don't have to do anything, just sit quiet. There is a. No, do the premium processing. Do the premium processing of I 140. Oh, okay. EB3 I 140. Because what we are yeah. noticing is that they are mm -hmm. moving your EB2 file to Nebraska because your I-140 is pending there. Okay. They shouldn't be doing it, but they're doing it. And once it goes, okay. it's a black hole. That's the reason why we suggest that you get an approval of the EB3 EB I-140. It's worth the money, believe me. Okay. Okay. I'll do it then. You know, I will ask my attorney to do it now. Yeah, sure. I will. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. This will be the last person. I will have about five, six minutes to answer the questions afterwards, guys. So leave a message. When you leave a message, leave a message to everyone, not to just one person. I'll, I'll send you a test message. So leave messages. I'll try to answer those questions, guys. Yeah, last person. Raul, quick question. I have two questions. Mm -hmm. So me and my wife have an EAD. And uh, she traveled back from India. She also had an H4 stamped in her uh, passport. While at the Dallas airport, she told that she's coming in an EADAP, but they mm -hmm. still use her H4 in I-94. When she came home, mm -hmm. I saw that it is mm -hmm. on H4, I-94, they gave that date. Now, the challenge is that she is running her, uh, she registered her company, she's running. Uh, what would be my option right now? Do I need to... What, is she, what is she running? She's running a she company. Has her, yeah, she has started her own business, small business. But she has an EAD. She can do what she wants to. So, but uh, but since they stamped as H4, I-94. No, that's, no, that's irrelevant. She's still, EAD is still valid. It doesn't go away. So, EAD is still valid, right? Okay. Yeah. And second question, I'll quickly, that my previous company, uh, my previous employer had my EB2 and EB3, both I-140 approved. I joined a new company two years back. And uh, with the current situation, can I use the previous I-140 for file? Because EV2 dates are current? We can. We have used it. We got some approvals on that too. It's just a chance, right? At the max, they can yeah. reject it. Right? But it's not It's not guaranteed we have to do it though. Okay. Got it. Thanks, Rahul. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, going happy question after transferring to NBC front, how many days it will take to get the approval? Anywhere between two weeks to, I don't say the end date. It may be typically though about three months. Uh, that's the time. What does 485G fees wave mean? I mean, it's just a receipt notice. They say fees wave because there's no fees for it. Even if they want to, they can't take any fees for it. If they use up all the number of applications uh, recently and the AOS application is stuck in place, are you still left over? What happens to those AOS applications? Well, if they use up all the numbers though, depending on how the movements of the date will be, once your case will move to the National Benefit Center, they'll adjudicate it. But if it does not move, I mean, after a certain time, you can request the USCIS to adjudicate only if your final action date is current. But you can still extend the EAD in advance parole. Uh, if I go, go get a consular appointment in April uh, in 2023, can I get an automatic revalidation by traveling to? I mean, that's a contradictory question. Automatic revalidation is only when you go to Canada or Mexico. When you go to India, automatic revalidation is completely out of picture. Vamshi, uh, I-140 approved, it's been more than a year. Prior to date is December. Currently, my wife, H4 EAD is in processing. I'm moving into a new company. Now, what happens to H4 if my old employer revokes my I-140? Uh, even if your old employer revokes the I-140, H4 EAD will be still valid, Bamshi. It doesn't expire. Now, as long as you maintain the H1B, she can continue working on the H4 EAD. Uh, we know the priority date is March 30th, 2004, October downgrade, received EAD, did not use EB3 EAD, however, have I-140 approved in both EB2 and EB3. We filed EB2 at NBC. Fingerprint resulted in June 15th. File moved to NBC. Sounds good. Everything is going good. How much chances are there getting the green card approval before September 2022? I would say more than 70% chance. Um, AT, H4EAD pending May approved in January 2020, applied in April 2020. Can I apply new H4EAD with H4 again on basis of a new H1B approval to be approved till 2025? Absolutely, you can. Even though one is pending, you can apply another one. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 4.30 p.m. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.